You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Linnell Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Linnell on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Linnell on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this recording, Linnell reflects on the one-year anniversary of Inspirational Perspective on the radio. Let's join the conversation. One year ago today, I was sitting in this studio in the same seat in front of this mic, sweating profusely. (laughs) I mean... And that's how it is. Whenever you, you know, whenever there's something brand new that you're doing and you're taking a swing at it, you have to push past that initial nervousness in the way that all of our survival mechanisms kind of push against us when we're trying to push past status quo and break a particular cycle. And I remember sitting here sweating profusely and uh, trying to hold down a show that was barely getting phone calls. I mean, you know, and initially I kind of thought, you know, okay. I would get more phone calls than what I've gotten. I think over the last year, those of you who listen realize that uh, I think sometimes you all prefer to hear from me than to call in. I'm good with that. I mean, I I enjoy sharing my inspirational perspectives uh, over the radio, although tonight I definitely want to hear from you guys. But that was interesting. It was very interesting. And the funny thing is my first show wasn't just an hour. I remember uh, the week of uh, the debut the executive producer here at WVON called, and he let me know, hey, you know what? Salim is not going to be on the air because the Chicago State basketball team will be playing, and they're going to finish up between 9 and 9.30. I have no clue. But I want you to be ready to go on whenever they finish up. And this is my very first show, right? So it's, it's like, oh, okay, I planned uh, a 60-minute show. I have notes for a 60-minute show. You're telling me that it might be an hour and 45 minutes. Now, for those of you who listen, you know, I probably could go two to three hours, right? But uh, that was my very first show. And, man, I got to tell you, I was, that was nerve-wracking to get that message, right? And I remember, you know, in the middle of the week, I got that. I hung up from having a conversation with him. And I thought to myself, what in the world did I just do? Like, why would I ever propose and accept having a radio show? And because I'm, you know, before now, I didn't do radio. I've never been a radio personality. I'm a a Fortune 500 executive and a life coach by trade. You know, so I, I mean... The most talking I've done is on conference calls, if you guys get, if you get where I'm going. And so, you know, to be one year out and to feel comfortable behind this mic is, in a lot of ways, very rewarding. And uh, I count it a blessing to be able to share this message with you guys. And so I'm really curious, you know, as to, you know, what are you guys thinking? Has this, you know, has this show provided you anything over the past year? And, you know, I've had a number of guests on WVON. But I got to tell you, to hold your own show for one hour, I mean, especially in the beginning, right? You know, a brother was definitely nervous. (laughs) And, you know, I had a lot of help, you know, from the producers, Greg, Zach, Salim himself, and uh, Matt McGill from The Morning Show, who him and I sat down and had lunch. And he talked, he said, ah, it's not that hard, man. You know, you got all, you know this stuff. This comes out of you. You've been writing for years. And so... 
it's really uh, cool to sit back and look back at, you know, a year from now and to think on Saturday nights at 10 p.m., this is what we do. This is what we do, right? And inspirational perspective on your radio with Linnell Harris is, you know, the common theme right here with Chicago's very own life coach. So please, please call in this evening and share the following. Okay, you know, how long have you been listening? You know, just give me a call. Hey, you you know, you're a listener. You've been listening. And if that's all you want to say, hey, man, I'll take that. But uh, what else I would like to know is, you know, how has inspirational perspective had an impact on you? You know, has it shifted anything for you? Has it helped you break a cycle? Those are the things that I'm really interested in hearing this evening with this being the anniversary show. And um, there's a number of reasons why I wanted to have a show like this. But last week I had a caller. Actually, it was Mandine. Mandine called into the show and him and I, we, we've, we met a couple of times and uh, he called into the show and basically just shared two things. And one was that he listens. And I'll tell you guys, so that's important to any radio personality, right? Because, you know, you get callers, you need the callers you get, you know, they're listening. But sometimes it's that person who you've never heard from that really kind of energizes you to say, okay, you know, as much as I may think that, you know, I know exactly who's listening. There's always that individual on whom you're making an impact that you have no idea. And so. For him to say that he listens, like to me, that was energizing and inspiring in itself. And the other reason why is because I am a speaker. So I've had the opportunity to speak to large audiences. And um, with that, I do have quite a bit of practice and experience. And the difference between a radio audience and a live audience is that I can see the reaction of the live audience, right? Recently, I was I was speaking at a university and, you know, I could see the young, you know, one of the young people in the audience disagree with me. And so I could say, okay, I see you disagree with me and provide more context. Right. But the crazy thing about radio is you don't see anybody. Now, and the cool thing about social media is, you know, I can get your comments on the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page. And, you know, you guys share with me what's going on for you and what you're thinking and uh, leave comments. And so that helps a bit. And then, of course, Twitter helps. But ultimately, outside of that and the phone calls, you don't know who's listening. And so if anything tonight, I would love for you guys just, you know, give me a phone call and let me know you're listening. And then the second thing that Mandine shared last week that was inspiring for me is that the show makes a difference for him. And with the show making, you know, it's uh, this is my passion. This is my purpose. When I when I say and I shared this last week, when I say, are you living the best life possible? Not only am I asking you that question, but I'm also asking myself. Right. It's a litmus test. It's an opportunity for me to not only inspire you, but to inspire myself and to make sure that I'm on track. And so the question of, you know, is the show making a difference? That lets me know that I'm on the right track. And so if you appreciate the show, if this is something that if there's something I've said in the past that has has inspired you or made a difference for you, you know, by all means, reach out. Because one, those of us who inspire, those of us who motivate, you know, it's always nice to to have your cup poured into and get inspired just a bit more. But also it helps me know uh, helps me know what resonates, you know, what resonates with you all. 
what's making a difference, what topics seem to kind of provide you the inspiration, the motivation that I'm, I'm looking to give. So, okay, so I got Tommy from the South Side. It's been a while, brother. How you doing? I just wanted to call and just say this to you. Uh, you you asked me how this show has helped uh, an individual, and I would say this show has helped me to continue to believe that we can change our paradigm uh, in our community and in this city. And that's basically because of the enthusiasm, the different topics, and the profound uh, comments that you make. And a lot of times, the one thing I really want you to know is that if individuals did not agree with what you were saying, your phone would be blowed up. And all you had to do is just listen to (laughs) Celine's callers and understand that and the other callers. So I just want to say that it's probably at the end of the week for those who tune in, the moment that that they can refresh uh, their hope, they can refresh uh, uh, their faith, they can refresh their belief, uh, they can refresh their strength to face uh, the litany uh, of circumstances and situations that happen socially, economically, and spiritually with us as a people. So I salute you, my brother, and and I I hope that you should always know that individuals like myself, and I'm sure there's a litany of other people, they're listening. And a lot of times, you just got to know this. That like uh, when people like Studious and, and Randy and, and some of the other callers uh, uh, who call in and, and and I hope if, if those guys are all listening and stuff, uh, it's not to exclude you, but you know uh, I, I'm just the names are there they're just not coming out. But there's such a litany of, mm-hmm. of, of callers, James, uh, Will. I mean, yeah. you, you know you, yep. you know you hear these guys, Randy. I mean, all the lady callers who call in, Pam, all, all, all. I mean, it helps you to stay grounded if you're really looking for knowledge. Right. If not, you tune out. Right. But I tune in. I know that there are others who tune in, and I hope tonight that they will call you and just say, as I'm going to say, well done, my brother. Thank you for the year. Thank you for this year that is not yet to come, and I will continue to be tuned in. God bless you, Linnell. Have a great night, man. All right, Tommy. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you. Definitely, definitely. All right, Brother Tommy, and uh, always an encouraging word. And uh, I know throughout the past year, there have been times where we've agreed, but times we disagreed. I always appreciate his phone calls. Mostly agree, though, and mostly providing, you know, the same positive feedback that he has. Okay, I got another caller. I got uh, Tony, Tony, right here in Chicago. How are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm well. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to call in. Something, uh, I listen to radio, talk radio all the time, satellite, all the way back to I don't know, KKC. But this is my first time ever calling a radio station and something, and this is my first time ever hearing tonight. Okay. All uh, right. At the end of Kalima. Uh, I want to thank you for being on tonight. And um, I wanted to also say that I really want to hear from the people who've been listening and um, hear um, what this station is, what this has done for you over the last year, also as a first time listener. Okay. Uh, thank you. All right. Hey, thanks a lot, Tony. I appreciate that, man. And keep listening. Keep keep listening. Yeah, I'll keep listening. All right. And, and a, lot, a lot of you guys know me. If, if you do investments in commercial property on the south side of Chicago, you know who's calling. All right. Thank you. And um, I'm listening. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that. All right, Tony. Okay. I got uh, Michelle from the south side. Michelle, you are on the air. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. I called uh, the one of the first few shows 
when you had a sister on and you all were talking about marketing and how to oh, yeah, Sheila market Coates. yourself, that was my first time and probably my last time. Only I'm not the only one though that um, who listens and don't call in. But I'll tell you this: you have changed my repertoire. Normally, after Salim, I'm just so full. <laughs> I usually go to bed. Right. However. Since you have been on the air, man, I've been listening and been quite inspired. In fact, one day I missed Salim and I was coming out of a movie or something and I caught the last 10 or 15 minutes of your show and it was so encouraging. It seemed like it was a God-sent message mm. at that moment. And then I, I, and I, because I couldn't get home fast enough to call you, I hit you up on Facebook. You remember? Oh, yeah, yeah, I got that message, yeah. Yes. Oh, I remember and that. So, I remember that, yeah. Yes, and so I really do enjoy your show, and I really appreciate you investing in WVON, and especially with the inspiration that you bring, the wisdom. It's really good, and I'm sure just like Tommy just said, if people didn't agree with you, they'd be calling you. They'd be calling you up a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so keep up the excellent work and congratulations uh, on your. This is your first year anniversary. For one year, one. One year. year. Yeah. Wow, time sure does fly. It didn't seem like it's been that long. Yeah, it does. It's funny. Salim was leaving. I said, Salim has been one year. He said, Are you serious? I mean, you know, because it's just it, it. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but it has. It has. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. But it's it's been a good year. So keep it up. Keep up the excellent work. I hope you stay for a long time yeah well i, I would like to be here definitely okay great yep. thank you all right thank you so much michelle You're i appreciate welcome. that Bye-bye. okay all right okay so that that was encouraging and uh michelle in particular left me a message i think the that show uh that evening was uh around thanksgiving and it was uh we talked about gratitude and i believe one of the things that i shared uh, uh was uh from 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 a blog i posted on inspirationalperspective.com called Gold in the Mud. And basically, the idea is, all, you know, what I was sharing then is often, you know, our treasure, you know, what you desire, that thing you're going after is right around the bend of, you know, your, your biggest barrier and your toughest trials. And in order, I was using the uh, analogy that of gold miners back in the uh, the uh, early 17th, actually no, late 17th, early 19th century, uh, during the gold rush, and how gold miners, in order for them to mine gold, they had to put their fingers in the mud and you know shake it up a bit and and get their fingers dirty in order to get the gold to mine the gold. And so often in our lives, part of the the whole experience is mining the gold out of, you know, those tough times, the things that we don't necessarily like, the tough trials, as I said. Typically, if you look at them and you shake the pan, there's gold there that uh, you can definitely use. So thanks for that call, Michelle. And again, a lot of these shows are on the blog, uh, www.inspirationalperspective.com. So if there's something in particular that you want to hear or hear again, you can always go out there and hit the radio tab and go to the show. All right, I got Torrance. Torrance from the, uh, what's that, the uh, north side? I think that's the north side there. Northwest side. Northwest side, uh, all right. Yeah, man, I, uh, I've i been listening to your show for about a year, and I may have been, I've called in a couple of times, I may have been one of mm-hmm. your first callers. 
And first thing I want to do is commend you because you're going against the grain, man. And what I mean by that is that most radio programs are issue or event based. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And although you do touch on issues and events, your show is more about you know inspiring. It's dropping knowledge, those seeds that are really badly needed in our community. Yeah. So, you know, I, I really commend you, man, on that, because uh, your Think and Grow Rich perspective uh-huh. uh, <laughs> is, is just, again, it's, it's refreshing. And what it has done for me, again, I, I, haven't, I don't listen all the time, but it reminded me of the importance of persistence. Mm. And um, sometimes when we're facing challenges, we need, you know, those reminders of the elements of success. Right. And, you know, that's, I think, what you provide. You provide that knowledge and that inspiration to convey, you know, what success is. Yeah. And, um, Again, you're going against the grain, but it's something that's badly needed. And I think that, you know, I'm like a lot of your listeners that, you know, we appreciate what you're doing, how you're going about it, and certainly, man, and need you to continue to do what you're doing. Hey, Torrance, I, I appreciate that. And I, I do remember seeing your name pop up a number of times throughout the past year. And so I appreciate the phone calls, too. And you're, And I would say you're right. Going against the grain is pretty much what I'm doing. And I think that's the unnerving uh, part about having this show. In particular, for instance, you know, last week, the um, Michael Dunn verdict came out. Right. right. And that came out, you know, some hours before the show. And, right. you know, Pam, my fiance, she asked me, she says, are you going to change the show? And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> right. <laughs> because, right. I, you know, I, I have something to say. And we already know. I mean, we, we're going to discuss that a thousand different ways over the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, if I change my show to that, somebody might miss out on, you know, what I'm saying and, and something they need to hear. And That's so, right. you know, I, um, I appreciate that perspective of going against the grain because often I felt like that. But it's, again, like I said earlier, I'm used to speaking to an audience I can see, right? And even if mm-hmm. there's, you know, a thousand plus people in the room, I can at least check out the, the front rows and kind of get a feel for what's going on, you know, in their minds right. and right. through body language, right? But on the radio, man, I'm blind. Yep. <laughs> and so well, see, I, I appreciate thing too, that. Man, another thing, too, is that, you know, you're talking about a subject that you know, typically is, is not focused on, and that's, you know, in part, in significant part, let me put it like that, economic development. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's not a subject that's, you know, really delved into very often. And so, you know, you're educating people, man, as, as going. Not only you're inspiring, you're educating people. Yeah. And so, that, yeah, yeah, and that's the idea. It really is. It really is. You know, and one thing you said around, so, and it's not just economic development, Torrance. That's a part of it, because I, I think as, you know, for those of us who are living in the 21st century, we, we want to make sure that we're aligning with the times in a way to ensure that five years from now, a decade from now, two decades from now, we're still setting ourselves up for success. So I like to share that perspective 
But I think the most important thing is really helping the audience think differently mm-hmm. to, to kind of awaken our minds, you know, kind of tap us out of this slumber. You know, and I, I said it before, and you've probably heard me say this, but this, you know, we're a highly entertained society. And, mm-hmm. and entertainment has a way of rocking us to sleep. Mm-hmm. And when you're asleep, then you're, you're unconscious. And so if you're living unconsciously, that means you're not making conscious decisions and conscious choices. And so ultimately, the show is really to bring consciousness to the audience to really cause them to begin to question what's happening. Like, OK, so does it have to be that way or do I have to go to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, watch television in the evening and then complete the whole cycle again the next week? Is that how things have to be or right. can I shift it up a bit? And begin going after my dreams. Right. Yeah. Right, so. Right. Well, keep on inspiring, brother. Keep on inspiring, man. I appreciate <laughs> that, man. All right. Thanks a lot. Right, okay. All right. Take care. All right. All right. Appreciate it. That phone call. I got. I got Chris out of the South Side, and then after that, I'm gonna play one snippet from uh, from the first show that I want you guys to check out. So, Chris, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? Well, well. That's good. You know, I, I um like so I listen to so Celine right before you, and then uh, the radio's on. And so um, when you first came on, I was like, wow, you know, this brother really uh, have a nice little program. I never called in, but, you know, I listened to it quite frequently. And one thing that stood out the most was how you kind of say, well, paraphrasing, but your message is kind of like your mindset determines the outcome. Mm-hmm. So if you if you go into anything thinking you're defeated or with the attitude that you that you may not get it done, then you more than likely would not. But if you go into whatever situation is with the mindset, you will get it done and you can get it done, then the outcome more than likely will be just that. And so that, I think, is, um, and that goes from whether it's economics or athletics or educational, educationally. So, you know, that's why I kind of gathered from listening to you over, you know, the last year, that it always was more of a um, perspective to, you know, think larger than what you see and uh, continue to grow based on, you know, being positive. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. So, Absolutely. So yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think, uh, like I said, you have a great show, and um, I hope people can grasp um, the concepts that you're trying to throw out so they could pretty much prosper in the way that you think we possibly could as a community and as individuals. I appreciate that, Chris. Thanks so much, man. Thanks for the Thank phone you. call, brother. Thank you. All right. Yeah, he, he's right. I mean, mindset does determine the outcome. A man that gets into the ring already defeated has been knocked out before the bell has rung. <laughs> I believe that with all my heart. And so what you think well, I mean, James Allen, as a man thinketh, right? Earl Nightingale. The strangest secret basically is that you are what you think. You become what you think about. And so the mind is a powerful thing, very powerful thing. And within it lies life and within it lies death. So interesting. Okay, uh, I'm going to let Zach play this, uh, this snippet from the first show. Uh, a year ago. And this is me basically explaining what inspirational perspective is. So, you know, if, you, if you're just tuning in or you've been listening for a few months, this is really cool because it'll, sh- it'll tell you what inspirational perspective is all about. 
But in the meantime, so why did I start writing a blog called inspirationalperspective.com? You know, the main idea was, it seemed to me most of us got stuck in an endless cycle. And this endless cycle is what I call just busyness. And I know some of you are shaking your heads right now. You're like, oh yeah, I'm busy. I'm always moving around. And it seems like time is, the, is that invaluable commodity that we just don't have. And when we finally stop, when we finally get a second to stop, typically we choose to entertain ourselves. And so I just got done talking about, you know, big media, you know, this sullen, this sullen slumber we're in, this mental inertia. And instead of us getting fired up and when we do have time doing something about this, when we stop, we entertain ourselves. Because if your life is anything like mine, you wake up in the morning and you're attacking your day. I mean, literally attacking your day. And if you hit snooze, man, you are already behind. You know what I'm talking about. And so to make sure that time doesn't beat you, you're just on the run. You're, you're attacking. We all do it. You go to work. You sit through meetings. You endure your coworkers. And maybe one or two of them you like. And then you wait for the end of your shift only to go home and prepare yourself to repeat the same old monotonous cycle all over again the next day. And before you go to bed, you entertain yourself. You watch that favorite show or you watch a game or you play your favorite game. And some of y'all know what I'm talking about. We live in a city, but we got a lot of farmers out there. You're growing crops, milking cows on Farmville or you're playing Mafia Wars, or uh, the new one, I think they call it Ruzzle. And we justify the hours of no productivity in the name of being tired. I'm tired, uh, so I, you know, I, really can't, I really can't worry about what he's talking about right now. Well, I'm tired, I'm gonna sit down here and, and take a rest and, and watch television. And so as a result, we stay stuck. No wonder most of us are thinking, thank God, thank God it's Friday before Thursday's even over with. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And then we just want to break from the same old, same old. And some of you hate Monday so much, you dread Sundays. <laughs> You're sitting at church thinking, oh, Lord, after we have dinner, I got to get ready for them fools at work all over again. You're stuck. We're straight stuck. And that's why you want to keep listening, because in the next hour and a half, I'm going to lay out the foundation for how you can begin living the best life possible. That's what Inspirational Perspective is all about. It's about living the best life possible. All right. So uh, that was a year ago, opening the show and trying to my best to explain what Inspirational Perspective was all about. And, uh, you know, I'd love to hear from you guys. Is that, you know, uh, you know, over the year, did I get you unstuck? Have you been able to, to shift some things in regards to how it has always been and becoming the master of your own fate? I mean, that's the question. And that's the idea, right? What good is life? What good is having your own will in life if you can't choose? If you can't choose what you want to do, who you want to be, and how you go after your dreams, and, uh, you know, Torrance said, actually, no, it's Chris who said, you know, I talked about mindset. Mindset determines the outcome. And that really is the that, that really is it. If you have a fatigued mindset, you will be tired. 
And it's interesting because I know for me, uh, you know, get ready to go to the gym, tired, get to the gym, energized, right? And it's really pushing past whatever you feel because you have a goal that you're going after. So that's the idea. Uh, and, and that's what I wanted to share. So thank you guys for your phone calls. Again, you can reach out. Now, I get on the air every Saturday and I say, I'm a life coach, right? And so real quick, I'm going to play a segment from the very first show. Again, when I explain what a life coach is and what a life coach does. And so here we are. You know, one of my slogans is get inspired. It's a lifestyle choice. And so every week right here at 10 p.m., we started a little early tonight, but at 10 p.m., from 11 p.m., I'm going to be on your radio talking about inspiration and motivating you. And the idea is it's not just about getting motivated. It's about staying motivated. It's about staying motivated. And so the idea of this show is to bring up topics, and then after we bring up topics, take tangible steps to helping you living the best life possible. And I'm going to tell you, this segment every Saturday night can make a shift in your life that will create a positive difference for who you are and for the people you love because that's what life coaches do. So speaking of life coach, what is a life coach? I want you to think on this one. What is a life coach? Because for the most part, you know, I was, I was talking to a friend of mine today and I was like, hey, I'm going on the show tonight and I want to make sure that I'm hitting it the right way. You know, do people really understand what life coaches are? So he, he made a few phone calls and asked a couple of his buddies, do they know what a life coach is? And a lot of people get it real mixed up because a life coach is not a psychologist. A life coach is, is not a therapist. The best way to think about a life coach is, you know, some of us have trainers when we go to the gym. You know, so when you think about it, you know, it's, it's somewhat like a trainer. And some of us, we want to have a trainer, but we, we can't necessarily afford one. And some of us don't want a trainer, and we need one. But the same way a trainer helps you reach your physical fitness goal is the same way a life coach helps you reach your life goal. And so I'm with you all one hour every Saturday evening, and the idea is really to begin helping you reach your life goals. That's what I want to do. And it's not just for you, it's also for me. You know, one of the things I say about inspirational perspective is, you know, when I began writing it, I wasn't writing it, you know, necessarily to inspire other people. I was writing it to inspire myself. Because every time I, I put that pen to paper and write something that's inspirational or motivational, it doesn't mean that I've necessarily got this thing locked down. It's just another way of knowing there is more that I have to do. There's more growth that I, I have to undertake. All right. So, you know, that's that's overall what a life coach does. I think the only thing I didn't say is, you know, life coaching is really about taking you from A, which is here right now, to B, your dream. And the cool thing about that is a lot of us have the ability and the facility to do that. Right. But it's taking you a long time. And what I found is, you know, one, being a life coach two, working with a life coach. Right hard to preach or do something that you don't necessarily uh, practice is that taking on a life coach really helps you expedite what it is that you're up to. And, and so that's what this show is. You know, I'm, I'm really doing my best to 
to provide you some of the critical concepts, some of the critical thought processes that are necessary to stay inspired and to keep moving uh, and to close the gap between A, which is where you are right now, and B, where you would like to go. Now, uh, the critical matter is simply this, right? If you don't know where you want to go, that is priority number one, period. And so that is what life coaches do. And, and for those of you who want to know more, I would say look up ontological coaching. I am a certified ontological coach. And, uh, you know, I've worked with a number of executive athletes, different personalities, and it has been fascinating to see how they start in point A, right, and where they go to point B in regards to their dreams. And really, I spend an hour with you all every week trying to deliver that same message. It's, it's more generic, whereas with an individual, it's uh, worked out around their particular goals and, and what they'd like to accomplish. But uh, the lines are always open, so you can call and get that knowledge you need for free on the air. So, all right, I got Michael out of Portland. Michael, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? What's going on, Mr. Harris? How are you doing? And congratulations on one year of being on the air with your show. Yes, sir. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's funny seeing you out of Portland, man. It's been out of San Diego for so long. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed, it, it has. But, you know, that's been that's been part of the shift that uh, I've been able to achieve over the course of the previous year. But, uh, you know, before we get into that, I guess I wanted to say the two questions. The answer to the two questions is, number one, I've been listening to your show from the very start. And number two, you know, how has it impacted me? It has left the impression upon me the importance of exactly what your caller Torrance said. The value of persistence and consistency, you know, applied over an extended period of time. So that is how I've made the shift from where I was located to a great position of employment here at Portland. Cool, cool. And, you know, Mike, you have a you have a beautiful story, man. And we, we got only a few minutes left. But, hey, give us a two-minute version of the past year for you because I know you and I, we've had some conversations on the air, some conversations off the air. And uh, this whole idea of persistence, and I believe Torrance tossed out persistence, this whole idea of persistence uh, worked for you. So, I mean, real quick, tell us about that. I mean, well, you know, essentially I was displaced from my original career field, you know, where I achieved a high level of certification and success up to a point. Once things changed, I had to redefine myself. I had to redefine, you know, my value system as a professional in order to weather this storm of unemployment that I went through. One of the things that I had to do was be flexible. I ended up working in real estate. My career field is government finance. But working outside of the box and stepping outside of the comfort zone of what I previously knew was one of the ways that I stayed inspired to believe I could get back to a high-level position as I had previously done. Mm -hmm. I went on countless, numerous interviews all across the country via Skype, road tripping, as well as air flights. And, you know, many of the opportunities I just didn't get. I was certainly qualified for, but it just didn't go my way. So after about a period of six to eight months of trying to get back into my career field, you know, at the level where I left off, I ended up getting three job offers within the same two weeks. Huh. <laughs> so you, you I know you basically that had your the, pick of the litter, man. You know, I did. And I chose the opportunity that was the best for me, that was the most lucrative. 
and where things felt, you know, intuitively, you know, right and purposeful. Nice, nice. Well, uh, Mike, I appreciate that. And, you know, the one thing I would share with the listeners is, you know, and you maybe you can give us a real quick snippet is, but I remember a phone call with you when you were just down. <laughs> I mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, are, you are referring to what we call the breakdown before the breakthrough. Yep, yep, yep. And typically that's what happens, right? The gold in the mud piece. I mean, you were, but you were down, ready to give up. And I remember you being mad at me for exhorting you. Absolutely. I, yeah. I do remember that. I remember you, you know, telling me to, you know, learn the lesson and find the gold in that mud and, you know, continue moving forward. Like, learn the lesson, find the gold in the mud, and cash it in. And at the time, I didn't fully understand it, but, you know, over time and by exuding and exercising that persistence, I kept squeezing that mud in my fingers. And you were absolutely right. Not only did I find a lucrative opportunity, I also ended up mastering a skill set of interviews. Mm. So I'm currently in the process of developing a handbook specifically targeted for people who are going through interviews. Wonderful. And so that's the gold in the mud right there, folks. This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois, on WVON 1690 AM, The Talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to the Inspirational Perspective Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.